hello everybody welcome back to on deck the pc gaming podcast uh that we focus heavily on the steam deck here now uh i feel like i have to say uh right up front so that everybody is aware i know that there's a bunch of people here from fan the deck from richard's channel fan the deck and um you guys were expecting to me to see like my stupid face here and his face over here someplace that's not going to happen at the last minute at the 11th hour he had a work emergency and he had to call off and say i can't make it on the show man i'm so sorry and i totally understand real life comes before like my nonsense podcast uh but hey if you haven't already checked out his channel then make sure that you check it out i'm sure that there's a link in the show notes uh and uh he even had posted that he was going to be here but now he can't come so if there's anybody here uh who is from uh richard's channel then you know say hi in chat it's wonderful to meet you if you've never been here before uh i really am happy to have you here and let's get started uh with the show and man (laughs) i had a whole set of like topics that i was planning on talking about today and I'm going to try and get them all in. But then uh, all kinds of stuff happened today that was just awesome. Uh, so let's jump in and talk about the off-the-top stuff that I didn't plan on talking about on the show today. Uh, we're going to start with this article from Gaming on Linux. Um, if you haven't checked out their website, make sure that you do uh, over at gaming on, GamingOnLinux.com. Um I don't really pay that close attention to Linux. I have to be honest. I am not a Linux guy. I am a I'm 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 a Mac guy, and I I use Windows because that's like where I started doing content creation. Uh, so like all my all my workflow is uh, do stuff gaming related and podcasting related in Windows, and then move over to Mac for video editing and stuff like that. And. Uh, they posted this because they they follow the Linux stuff really really uh, deep dive over there, um, and there was this uh, uh, talk like a like a presentation from one of the guys who works on KDE. And if you don't know what KDE is, it is a Linux. And I'm probably going to get some of this stuff wrong. Feel free to tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, it's a Linux distro that they use for the Steam Deck, and I believe the Steam Deck uses KDE Plasma, and uh, one of the people who worked on that was giving that uh, a talk about it, and, uh, you know, spoilers, he was presenting the the talk on his Steam Deck at the time, and he says, uh, in the middle of the, uh, of the presentation, he says, well, they've sold over a million so far, over a million. And they're still working through back orders. And we're going to talk about those back orders in a second. But that's a big deal. Um, I don't know off the top. Of my, like, I've currently got a, a, a poll going in chat asking if it is impressive or if it's not impressive. And, I, I, you know, at the end of the show, uh, maybe we'll talk about that poll. But I'm not sure how I feel about it. Is it an impressive number? When you compare that to, like, the year one sales for... Um, you know, consoles, they tend to sell a lot more. But I think that most people who are getting the Steam Deck, they are getting the Steam Deck as a secondary device. I think of a, a vast majority of people, not everybody, I'm sure that there's people out there that are buying a Steam Deck and that's their one gaming machine. Um, but there's a lot of people who are buying this as a secondary device. They already have 
a computer. And so this is like extra. It's superfluous. Uh, it's not. It's not their main gaming device, and I feel like, I like that's me. Like I also have a PlayStation. I have an Xbox. I have a Nintendo Switch. I have a pretty decent PC, and um, I didn't buy this, thinking it was going to be my main gaming device, but it became my main gaming device. And so, a million sold, I think, might be impressive. It's more impressive. When you consider the fact that the Steam Deck is very, very hard to get. So they are essentially selling them as fast as they possibly could. Like, they are making them as fast as they can, and they have back orders, of course, to get through. So I can I, I expect that we're going to see that number increase dramatically in the near future as they get through all of the pre-orders, and then they finally say, okay... Now you just buy one and it shows up. And if that's the case, then maybe we can start seeing them on store shelves, in which case you will see uh, them start to skyrocket as well. I think one million in, I'm going to say eight months. Is it been eight months? I'm not sure. I think one million in eight months is fairly impressive. Um, uh, Fat Clemenza says, hey, Bill, what's your top three favorite games to play on Steam Deck? Okay, well, right now, uh, uh, Shovel Knight Dig, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Cyberpunk 2077. Just, just off the top of my head. Thanks for the question. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So there's that, that a million so far has been sold. Keep in mind, this is not official from Valve. Like, this guy works on KDE. He's partnered with Valve, but we don't know for sure that uh, that, that, that is happening. Um, we'll, I'm sure that Valve will say something sometime in the near future. Uh, Mike Caputo in chat says, since Valve isn't really a hardware company, one million is huge. And uh, that's very uh, I, that's a good point as well. They are not a hardware company. They are a software company. I mean, they also make VR stuff. But for the most part, they are a software company. All right. So let's talk about those back orders. Uh, recently, we saw where is it? Uh, I'm trying to find it about. Um, here we go. Right here. Uh, Wario 64 tweeted this out today. Uh, he was basically retweeting somebody that had tweeted earlier. This guy, Dylan Walton, said, I reserved my 64 gigabyte Steam Deck at 927 a.m. CST today. And I got my purchase email at 1148 a.m. Like that's in that's damn near instantaneous. That's really interesting. Wario 64, if you don't follow Wario 64, follow him for amazing deals. OK, but also, hey. I have deals too, so stick around for that. Uh, but Wario64 said some Steam Deck emails are coming on as quickly as a couple of hours. So some people might hear that and think, hang on a second. I ordered mine at whenever they ordered it, and I haven't gotten my email yet. Why is that? Well, you have to keep in mind that Valve is separating things by region 
and by SKU. And if you've never worked in retail, a SKU is basically an item. This Steam Deck is the 512 Steam Deck with the anti-glare screen, whatever. That's its SKU, essentially, which is a bunch of numbers or whatever. And then the 64 gigabyte Steam Deck and the 256 gigabyte Steam Deck, those are separate SKUs. So all of these different systems have different SKUs. And they have different regions. So we don't know where Dylan Walton is located. And we don't know which Steam Deck they ordered. But like as it stands right now, that person, wherever they live and whatever they ordered, that line is pretty much gone. Like there, there must not be much of a line anymore because he was able to order it and then pay for it within the span of like three or four hours or something. I think that's awesome. And uh, absolutely huge for Valve to, in, in in this era that we live in, where everything is really hard to get a hold of if it has a computer chip in it, uh, Valve has been, and I said this last episode, over-promising, I'm sorry, under-promising and over-delivering, which is fantastic. Uh, if you think that's awesome, click the like button if you're watching on YouTube. All right, then... <laughs> I didn't plan on talking about this today, but then Steam Next Fest started today. If you didn't know about Steam Next Fest, uh, boy, first off, if you know about Steam Next Fest, how often do these things happen? Because it seems like nonstop that we're getting Steam Next Fest. So what is it? It is essentially uh, an indie showcase where a bunch, and it doesn't have to be indies. It could be AAA stuff as well. But essentially, it's like a, a showcase where a bunch of companies can do live streams, have um, uh, uh, sales, they can have demos available. And I have played tons of really cool games on previous Steam Next Fests. Well, we had a new one started today at 10 a.m. So this that's like five, six hours ago uh, from when I'm recording this right now live over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash nerdnest. Uh, and it started this morning and... Listen, I'm just mentioning it. Go and check it out yourself. There's lots and lots of games for you to check out. There's lots of demos that we've that we've seen in previous ones. I haven't checked this one out yet. I've been at work all day, so I haven't had a chance. Uh, so let me know in the comment if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. Let me know in the comments down below what games did you pick up after playing them on Steam Next Fest. And I might, I, I already have a video planned for Friday. So make sure that you turn on the bell notification for that. I might see if I can get a, a video out later on this week about Steam Next Fest. And if not, maybe this weekend. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, that's all of the off-the-top stuff, the stuff that I hadn't planned on talking about. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on and and talk about – real. actually, before we do, I just got a message that came in from Stephen A., uh, they said I pre-ordered. First off, they sent in a super chat, and I always make sure that I, I, I pay close attention to those super chats. They're also easier to pick out uh, when there's a hundred people in chat and chats flying by real fast. Uh, Steven says I ordered my 512 deck on August 21st, and it arrived today. My friend who lives two towns over pre-ordered his last year and still hasn't gotten his email. Is anyone else seeing that? Uh, well, Stephen A, thank you very much for supporting the channel. I really do appreciate that. I'm not sure. Like, that seems like some kind of mistake because if he lives in two towns over, you guys are clearly in the same region. Uh, my next question would be, 
did they also order the 512 model? And if that's the case, then maybe maybe they should talk about uh, uh, re- reaching out to um, to Valve about that. And, um, oh, look at that. Hey, Bill, uh, VetCloud Gaming says, uh, bringing a YouTube redirect raid for you. Uh, I don't know what that is, but thank you for the support and thank you for the $5 super chat, uh, YouTube Cloud Gaming. I re- uh, I'm sorry, VetCloud Gaming. Uh, I really do appreciate that. All right, let's jump back into it and talk more about the news. And I will say this, if you didn't know, I've got a giveaway going on over at my Discord channel. Not a giveaway that you can find out about Telegram down below. That's nonsense. That's not real, okay? But on our community Discord, I am currently giving away Gauntlet Slayer Edition and the Necromancer Pack. This is courtesy of Simple Monk, who sent in uh, this giveaway. So if you haven't joined our Discord yet, make sure that you join so that you can participate in future giveaways. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about Shovel Knight. I mentioned Shovel Knight last episode. And boy, I have put a lot of time into Shovel Knight. All of my gaming time uh, has gone into Shovel Knight on my Steam Deck. I love this game so much, but, and uh, I have to say a, a, a big but here, I have a problem with this game. Uh, there's something about this game that I really, really don't like, especially as a content creator who regularly needs to check out other things um shovel knight dig if you haven't played it is an awesome roguelike using the shovel knight characters the shovel knight world and it has beautiful art absolutely superb just amazing music and sound design this game is awesome i love it and i'm having an absolute blast in it but here's my problem with it if you are in the middle of a run and you decide hey i think i want to play i don't know um what's the Chat, help me out. What's the game where you are dwarves and you got to go digging in the in the dirt and you got guns? It's a four-player game and you're in space. Anyway, uh, hopefully somebody in chat can can tell me what the name of that game is because I can't, can't remember it. Or somebody invites you to play that game and you're like, well, I'm in the middle of a, a, a run in Shovel Knight and I can't simply Deep Rock Galactic. Thank you, Commander Nodge in chat. I appreciate it. Um I, I if if I'm playing Shovel Knight and somebody says, "Hey, Bill, we're playing Deep Rock Galactic. You want to be our fourth and, and go, uh, you know, digging in the in the dirt to to fight off some spiders or whatever in in Deep Rock Galactic?" I have to say no because I can't save my progress mid run. Like I should be able to pause the game and say, "Just save where I am here and let me come back later." Because maybe I've made it down like three levels or something. And the Steam Deck is awesome because I can turn it off and come back to it later. But if I want to play another game on my Steam Deck, I can't stop what I'm doing in Shovel Knight Dig and go play that game and then come back to it. That is my one critique of this game. I love this game, but good God, Yacht Club Games. That is a huge overlook. That's not the you missed you missed the boat there. Uh, Yacht Club games, you really need to get that fixed because I'm having so much fun with this, but I'm really, really disappointed in that. All right, let's talk about the news. Let's talk about what games people are playing on the Steam Deck. Valve Oversight, Matthias, thank you in chat for giving me that word that my brain couldn't come up with. Hey, listen, when you're doing a live show and you are the host and the producer 
and the director all at once, it's tough. And sometimes your brain can't remember words. Um, but I'll tell you what I can remember, and that's to talk about the the newest games that are not newest games, but the games that people are playing most in September on the Steam Deck. Valve tweeted this out. Um, they said the top games for September Vampire Survivors. That game's awesome. Pick it up if you haven't. It's currently five bucks. The dev raised the price because it was so popular, and I don't really blame them. It's still really cheap. Uh, Elden Ring. Awesome game, plays fantastically on deck, usually around 30 frames per second. That's how I've played it. It's really, really fun. Uh, Stardew Valley, I mean, what's there to say about Stardew Valley? Everybody knows about that. Cyberpunk 2077, which is the other game that I've been playing on my Steam Deck, is uh, Cyberpunk and SteamWorld Dig. SteamWorld Dig? Not SteamWorld Dig. Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, Hades, which... Everybody in my Discord keeps telling me to play Hades, and I haven't yet. I don't. I know. I know. Feel free to get mad at me. Uh, no Man's Sky, which I haven't played yet. Elder Scrolls V, uh, Skyrim, Marvel Spider-Man, Cult of the Lamb, and Disney Dreamlight Valley. I feel like I saw something about Disney Dreamlight Valley on uh, Nintendo Direct, but I don't know anything about that game. Um, surprising that that is like number ten on the top ten list for the most played games. This. Uh, this or last month on the Steam Deck. What games have you guys been playing? If you are watching on YouTube, leave a comment. If you are not watching on YouTube, hit us up on the community Discord. You can leave comments there as well. Um, Two Dorks in chat says, I was hooked to Dreamlight Valley for a whole day. Uh, listen, I need to know what kind of game that is. Let me know, uh, but just not right now because I can't keep track right now. And Oscar, thank you very much for becoming a supporter. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, so of these games, I have not played all of them, but these games are awesome, the ones that I have played. Vampire Survivor, Elden Ring, Stardew Valley, Cyberpunk, and Skyrim. And I haven't played uh, – and, and Marvel Spider-Man. I played all those games. And I've played all of them on deck with the exception of Marvel Spider-Man because I've got my PlayStation for that. What a fantastic lineup of games. And to anybody that says, man, it's just a bunch of indies on there. Um, look, you got some big AAA names on the Steam Deck. You guys got to check that game or that uh, the, that these games out because these are really, really good. And what a eclectic. Is that the word I'm looking for? What an eclectic group of games like it's a very, very um, it's it's not all the same thing which I always find fascinating. Like there are, are, there are games on deck for everyone, for everyone. Uh, the silent antagonist in chat is saying that they've been playing days gone. Um, uh, Timmy Kaiju has said that they have been playing vampire survivors. They're addicted to it and they asked for help. Um, I'm not going to help you with that. Uh, Convul says Morrowind is my most played game on the steam deck. So the steam deck so far, Morrowind is awesome. I've got a. I've been working on a. Uh, 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 what's the a, a Steam input layout for that? And uh, Edgewise says Project Lazarus has been amazing on deck. Running Wrath of the Lich King Classic is really fun natively. That's awesome. All right, let's uh, move on to the next topic. And the next topic is patch notes. You guys know how excited I get about patch notes. We got some patch notes that came out this week. Um, and before I get to them, I want to say that I, I did try updating to the preview build again, 
And the issue that I had last week has been, well, I don't know if it's been fixed, but it's working the way that I think it should work. So last week I talked about the preview build and how you have the the docking issue where when you dock the Steam Deck, um, it automatically upscales everything to 4K if you're on a 4K screen, like I have a 4K capture card, a 4K monitor, a 4K TV over here. And so when I docked the Steam Deck to that device, what would happen is it would upscale everything and then the Steam Deck just ran like crap. And then I would start a game and I could set the game's resolution, but I could never set the Steam Deck's resolution. Well, they had patched that in the preview build. The preview is the most bleeding edge build that there is. And so they had patched that and I I hooked it up. And then through some bad combination of me doing something wrong, I think, the menu where I could set the resolution disappeared and I was stuck at 1280 by 800, which is fine if you're if you're a content creator like me and you want to capture what the Steam Deck actually looks like, that's fine. But if I want to hook it up to my TV, I don't want that. So I uninstalled the preview build and I went back to beta. But then I decided to try it out again. And it seems like it's now fixed. All right. So if you want to give, if you ran into an issue, which I know that some people were leaving comments uh, on on my video before, uh, that you ran into the same issue, give it another shot. I think it's fine. Um, Fender178 in chat, who is regularly here, I, I recognize that name. They said, yeah, one of your issues were, was the output resolution menu was disappearing. You're not the only issue who had that. And yes, I think, I think that that's fixed. That being said, don't rush over to preview unless you need to. Uh, let's talk about the beta updates. We've got two beta updates this week. The first one, uh, let's see what day that was September 27th. Uh, and here's what they had to say. They had a couple of fixes. Now here's the preview channel thing that I said that I was talking about, uh, fixed a case where the resolution selection dropdown would disappear, fixed a case where the changing resolutions would cause a crash Fixed a res- resolution uh, drop down, sometimes showing an incorrect current resolution. I ran into that as well, where there were a couple times where I went to change the resolution and it would say, okay, we're at the right resolution, but everything was not the right resolution. And so uh, I, I messed around with that a little bit and now it is apparently fixed, but that is only on the preview channel, not the beta channel. So that part is not ready for prime time yet. Let's move on to the other patch notes. This patch notes also came out on the 27th. Uh, and this one, I think, is going to be very important. I, first off, we got Steam Input stuff in here. Steam Input is one of the greatest softwares, softwares, pieces of software that exists, in my opinion. If you are a gamer, Steam Input is amazing. All right. Here's what they had to say for Steam Input. Now automatically switch controller configurations to be per device when multiple of the same controller are connected at once. Fixed a crash with editing the mode settings for an input, e.g. the joysticks. Fixed a crash where setting a trigger input to disabled in an action set layer. Uh, They also fixed a couple other bugs, uh, essentially. Uh, But then Steam Input Flick Stick. If you don't know what Flick Stick is, I'm going to talk about Flick Stick. We'll get back to the patch notes in a second. I want you to look if look at a video game controller or imagine one and you are looking down from above and flick stick works like this. 
if you push the right stick or the left stick, if you set it up this way, I don't know why you would. If you put the right stick in any direction, that is the direction that your character will face. Imagine that the stick itself is like the character's head. And if I push to the right, my character won't turn to the right. They will be facing right, which is very, very important because it allows you, if you can get good at it, which I have yet to do, it allows you to have really, really quick response times. If I'm shooting at something in front of me with a gun and then I find, you know, I can hear like somebody coming up behind me. If I just flick down on the right stick, my character will spin around almost instantaneously and face behind me and then I can shoot at them. And somebody might say, well, how do you do delicate or precise aiming when you do that? It's easy. That's what gyro is for. All right, so you use flick stick to make big, quick changes, and then when you want to get very, very precise, you use the gyro. It's something that I'm still working on trying to figure out how to do, but I haven't been able to really nail it down yet. Uh, so what did they do to flick stick? Well, let me tell you what they did to flick stick. They reduced the update rate from 240 to 120 hertz, to, re to reduce instances of maxed out mouse movement between game frames. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So what they were basically doing is every second they were pulling that right stick, where are you looking, right, 240 times. They reduced that down to 120 times per second. And somebody might, be, might think, well, why would they do that? That would make it less accurate. And while that's true... If you are trying to, say, do a 180, and I turn around, the game itself wasn't built with flick stick in mind. So the game has to interpolate. Hopefully I'm using the right word there. Uh, they have to interpolate that 180-degree turn and figure out how fast can I turn around. And if you are sending the inputs too quickly, it's going to screw up, and you're going to end up facing the wrong way. And you're not going to like the results. Now, I have personally never run into this, but I'm sure that there are some games where that kind of thing does occur and it causes issues. So by reducing it to 120 hertz, it's basically saying, hey, the mouse didn't move that much. It's it, And you're going to get a better, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a better experience. Okay. What else did they do to flick stick? This is also really big. All right, so another thing that they did with flick stick is they added a slap back check so that the stick does not accidentally invoke an opposite side turn while snapping home aggressively. What does that mean? Whoops, sorry, I hit the mic. So let's say I'm holding up my, uh, I've got my Steam Deck here. If you're For the audio listeners, just close your eyes and use your imagination. All right, I'm holding down on my uh, Steam, my right stick, and I let go it's going to snap back to the middle because, you know, it's like spring-loaded or whatever. And what was happening is you would let go, and maybe the the vertical of the Steam Deck uh, right stick would come up and go just a little bit past, like, the dead zone. And if it goes a little bit past the dead zone, the Steam Deck would then detect that as an input and might turn you right back around, which would be not optimal. So in order to get rid of that... They basically have turned it on so that it's like, oh, it the, the the user just let go of the stick 
if I sense that I'm going the other direction too quickly, I'm just going to ignore that rather than get a spurious input. Hopefully I made a, a good exp, uh, explanation there. All right, what else did they do? Any, any remaining snap angle is dulled as the stick returns to zero. The fur, this further reduces mouse movement spikes. So basically they were getting way too much movement with the mouse and they're doing all of this to try and tweak it to get it a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And I think that that's awesome. I really want, and I don't know if this is going to happen or not. I really want like the next shooter that I buy on the steam deck. I'm going to try, and this is just an attempt because I don't know if I can do it. I'm an old man who's been playing video games for a really long time. I'm going to attempt to play it completely using flick stick. We'll see if that happens. I don't know. Uh, oh, look at that. My old co-host, Dazmi, is in chat. Hey, Lloyd, how you doing, man? I hope you're having a fantastic retirement, my friend. All right. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Uh, let's move on. But before we do, big thank you to Danny, uh, Passion Official, who sent in a $5 super chat. They said, I've been trying to stream my Xbox library, but stem some steps won't let me complete the setup. Any suggestions? I would reach out to Microsoft on, uh, I think their subreddit, they have an explanation for how to do it. Uh, I also have a video on that, but it may have been updated since then, so I'm not sure 100%. Uh, but thank you very much for the support and for sending in uh, that uh, question. All right, let's move on to the next topic, which is good thing Lloyd's here. I mean, this doesn't affect him, but he is Canadian. Lloyd is my Canadian friend. I'm almost Canadian. All right. Like if I drove 45 minutes, I could be in Canada. I'm that close to Canada. So I'm like an honorary Canadian. I watched the Canadian TV shows when I was a kid and I watched Corner Gas and all that stuff and the kids in the hall. So honorary Canadian here. I think that this next story is very, very important. A quick note to our Canadian friends. We've resumed sending order emails to reservers in this region. Thank you for your patience. This is an update to what has happened in the past. Basically, Valve has been sending out the, the orders for Steam Decks like lightning fast, but there was a problem with whoever was handling the Canadian orders because, I get, you know, Valve works with partners for different stuff. And so whoever was handling those orders for Canada had like a backlog and they couldn't get through them. And so Valve was like, we're shipping all Steam Decks out before the end of the year. But in Canada, we got a little bit of a backlog. We got to fix that first. Well, that was a week ago. And now apparently it is fixed. This happened on September 29th. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's been fixed for a couple of days. And those games are, are those games. Those Steam Decks are probably in people's hot little hands at this point. All right, let's move on and talk about this interview. There's a new interview with IGN um, with Eric Peterson and Lawrence Yang. 
And they had some really, really interesting things to say in there. So first off, I want to talk about each section of the interview. And if you want to read the whole interview, there is a link in the show notes. Make sure that you check it out. Uh, But there's some really good stuff in this. First off, Lawrence Yang was talking about the doc. And this interview happened when they were over at Tokyo Game Show. Um, So on the doc, Lawrence Yang said this. A lot of the same supply chain issues that we ran into on the Steam Deck, that uh, the deck is actually in a much better spot now. We're able to produce them at a much faster clip. The dock is being manufactured at a different place. It has different components, and it has its own supply issues and constraints that we've had to deal with. We're overcoming them, and so we are going to hopefully announce something soon, so watch out for that. Now, I predicted last episode... Uh, of on deck i said hey while i'm sure that they are definitely running into supply uh chain constraints and that kind of thing i personally think this is just me i personally think that one of the main reasons that they are delaying the steam deck dock is because the software isn't ready and that's why we've got that new software stuff going on in the preview build that i talked about a little bit ago i said this last week Let's let's go back to what else Lawrence Yang had to say in addition. Uh, re- responding to the plugging the dock into a TV experience. Uh, basically, they were asked about that, that, uh, that experience. And Lawrence Yang said this. They said, yeah, that's some of the software work that I alluded to. That's related to the dock work. A lot of the work that we're doing is to make sure that we can cover as many peripherals, displays, monitors, and whatever to make sure that the thing that you want to happen will automatically happen when you plug it in, and it will be a good experience. I don't know when the last time you tried it was, but I think we've actually improved that already. They have. Not not enough, but they have. So you might want to try it again and see how that goes. Essentially saying, yeah, they, some of the work that is that they're working on right now is to fix the docking issue. And once they get that 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 fixed... And the supply the supply chain stuff uh, fixed. I think I think we're going to really really see uh, those docks start to show up and ship out, and that's going to really change how people use the Steam Deck. I think not me so much because for me my computer is my dock. Like I just play my game on my PC instead. But if somebody has a Nintendo Switch or a PlayStation, or an Xbox, or something else. Maybe they play games on GeForce Now. And they buy a Steam Deck. They might hook it up to a TV and play games that way. And on the preview build, you can, and it works It works fairly well. There's still some kinks that they have to fix, but it works pretty well. And what Valve is essentially saying here, they have to get it to work like a Nintendo Switch where you as the user don't have to think about it. And I think that that's super important. Uh, So hopefully that's what we see. All right. Talking about the Japanese launch, Eric Peterson, uh, who also works at Valve, uh, he says this. The Japanese launch has been incredibly positive. One of the first things that we've been hearing, talking to people getting their hands on it for the first time, is they're surprised at how light it is. I think a lot of people had a preconceived notion about it being this big, heavy, hard-to-handle thing. And they've really responded positively in terms of how light it is, how comfortable it is, and the types of games that you can play on it. We've been watching people boot up various games on the device, and you can see them being surprised that they can play Elden Ring and other high-spec AAA games on it 
that's been a really pleasant surprise and it's resulted in good feedback. And I will say this, um, the Steam Deck is heavy. When you compare it to other handhelds like the Nintendo Switch, for instance, it is nearly two Nintendo Switches worth of bulk. Like it's a heavy device, but it's ergonomic. And so it doesn't feel heavy. Like if you look, and this is, I think it's seven, I think it's 700 grams. I I could be wrong about that, but I think it's like 700 and maybe 760 grams. Let me know in chat if I'm wrong, wrong about that. Um, Like it's, it's a heavy device, but if the device is well-built and ergonomically built, which we've talked about many times that that's exactly what Valve has done with this thing. It doesn't feel bulky and heavy. Um, and and it, uh, Popeye in chat says 669 grams. Thank you very much for that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's heavy, but it doesn't feel heavy because it's designed well. And that's the thing that I think a lot of handheld manufacturers are completely ignoring. You can make a device that is heavier if you make that device well-balanced. That's the important part, is getting the balance right. And Valve absolutely did get it right. Um, Samuel Hell 782 in chat says, with Kill Switch, is that heavy? It comes close to a kilogram. That being said, you can see that I still have my Project Kill Switch case on this. It's a really good case. I like it. Um, I've got a video coming sometime in the near future where I'm talking about a different case because I think there's a lot of people that don't like the idea of Project Kill Switch and they're looking for something else. So if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe and click the bell so you get notified when that video comes out. I'm waiting for uh, something to happen before I can drop that video. All right. Uh, let's go to the last quote that I pulled out of the interview. And there's a lot more in the interview for you guys to check out. But the last quote that I, I pulled out of the video or interview, um, is about modding the deck. And we're not really talking, I'm not necessarily talking about like the things that Linus tech tips did where they like put a giant metal heat sink and a fan on the back of it. (laughs) That's crazy talk, not that kind of modding, but here's what Lawrence Yang said. As far as other mods, We've seen people building plugins for it, and we're looking to see how people are using those and what people are asking for and what they want. It's kind of a fine balance. If As you add more knobs and dials for cool people that want them, but if you have too many knobs and dials, then you can intimidate people who really don't want to mess with the Steam Deck. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. That is 100% accurate. You can scare people away by giving them too many options. I'm going to give you an example. Far Cry, is it six? Whatever the newest Far Cry game is. Um, I was talking to my friend Lloyd about Far Cry six and he was like, oh, you can go in this and you can do this and you could do that. And I bought the game and I played it for a little bit and then instantaneously regretted it. Not because it's not a good game, but because I was, I I was given analysis paralysis. Like I, I couldn't decide what to do. And so I just put the game down and went and played something else. And because I went to go play something else, then I just stopped playing Far Cry 6 because it just like I couldn't decide which direction to go with. That's the same thing that happens when you put too many knobs and dials on there. It kind of eats away at that. So Valve is trying not to do that. But this is where I think that they are taking a huge play 
from World of Warcraft. When World of Warcraft came out, uh, by the way, one of my favorite games of all time. I don't currently play, uh, but it, is, it was one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, when, when that game came out, they had something called mods. And you could basically have other people modify the user interface of World of Warcraft in order to give you an experience that you would think is better. And what Blizzard did, which was brilliant, is they looked at the best mods, the ones that were the most popular, and they said, you know what? Let's go ahead and integrate that into our our UI ourselves and just make it built in because people like everybody's already using this mod. So why don't we just build that into our UI and then they don't have to go out and do that. And I feel like that's what valve is doing here with the steam deck. They're going to look at all of the ways that people are developing for plugins for the steam deck. And they're going to find the ones that are the most popular that are the best that they can implement without having to like run into legal issues and they're going to import those things. They're going to essentially steal those ideas and make them part of the operating system. And I think that is awesome because that means it's just going to keep getting better over time. Uh, anyway, so those are the things that I found that were super interesting to me in that interview. There's going to be a link in the show notes for you guys to check that out if uh if you are interested in, in reading up on on more of uh, Lawrence Yang and um, I've forgotten his name now, Eric Peterson, more of what they they had to say at Tokyo Game Show. All right, let's move on real quick and talk about an upcoming game, a game that I am very interested in. I, I originally saw this, <laughs> I got to say, Steam Deck has ruined Nintendo Directs for me. They've absolutely ruined Nintendo Directs for me because what happens is Nintendo, like they do an indie showcase, right? The the Nindies back when we used to have that and they show off a game and I fire up Steam, typey, typey, typey. I go see, oh, look, it's coming to Steam as well. I'll just play it there instead because in my opinion, this is a better experience for me. Maybe not for you. That's fine. Uh, But the Steam Deck has ruined Nintendo directs for me. In fact, there was a, I didn't actually do this video. I had planned on doing a video where there was a Nintendo direct where they were focused on Nindies and every single game that they showed was either already on steam or was coming to steam as well. Uh, So that's, that's really interesting to me. All right. But one of the games that was on a previous Nintendo direct and is coming soon. And there's a demo that I'm going to be downloading probably later today uh, to check out is Gunbrella. Gunbrella looks so cool. Uh, it is basically you have a an umbrella that is also a gun. It's a side-scrolling pixel art game. If you guys have been watching my content for any length of time, you know that I am a huge fan of side-scrolling pixel art games. I love pixel art. If to me, it's not just something that indicates retro. It is a style that is amazing on its own. And Gumbrella looks fantastic. Very much reminds me of uh, like a Metroidvania style game. I love the animation and the motion of this character as, as the, the guy moves along with his umbrella. And the idea that your gun turns into an umbrella that can slow your fall. That just sounds awesome. That game comes out in 20, 2023. Uh, that's its planned release date. Uh, but there's a demo 
on Steam right now. So you can try it out yourself if you want to. And I figured that I would share that so you guys could check that out if you want. All right. The last thing that I want to say before I see if there's any uh, messages in chat, and if you got big messages that you absolutely want me to mention, make sure that you throw in that super chat so I can see it because uh, currently there are like th- over 300 people here and it's a lot of the stuff goes by fast. Uh, but there's currently uh, fanatical has a play on the go bundle. If you guys didn't know, I am also a fanatical uh, partner, which means that you can use my link in order to buy this this bundle and these are all games that are like good on the steam deck and you basically have three options here three for for five bucks five for seven dollars or eight for ten bucks and they've got some good games in here so i'm going to make some recommendations to you guys um I I probably personally would not go for the 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 eight for nine ninety nine. I don't think that there's well okay this that's not fair. My experience is probably the three for five is the best deal here, but only because I haven't played all of these games. But if you were going to play three games for five bucks on this deal, and there is a link in the um in the show notes <clears throat> that'll take you there. Horizon Chase Turbo is fantastic. Uh, it is an old school racing game, very much like Outrun or Road Rage, Ro- Road Rash, uh, very much like Outrun or Road Rash. Uh, that style of like 1980s racing game. I really like Horizon Chase Turbo. Super fun game. That's normally 20 bucks. You can get it for five bucks and two other games. I would also recommend, speaking of 80s, 1980X. Uh, This is a game, it has all kinds of different, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I'm going to hit play on this and make sure it's muted. Um, It's got all kinds of different uh, aesthetics to it. It's got some racing in it. It's got side-scrolling in it. It's got um, RPG stuff in it. It's a mixture of a bunch of different types of games because you are this this kid in the 80s going to an arcade. And it's got a really interesting story that I, I don't want to say anything about. Um, if you have yet to check out 1980X, it's definitely a game you want to check out. And then the last game that I would that I would probably recommend that I have have uh well, I, I haven't played any of these other games. These all uh, no no, that's that's not true. Where did it go? Morbid. I played Morbid, I liked Morbid. Morbid turned out to be too hard for me. Like I just kept getting killed over and over again, but maybe it's for you, but I want to know what you guys think. What games in this list are you interested in? Click on the link in the show notes and let me know which ones you end up picking up three for five bucks. Or if you go for the eight for 10, which ones did you end up picking up? I just wanted to let people know about that. All right. At the beginning of the show, I mentioned that I had a poll going. I said, Valve has unofficially sold 1 million Steam Decks. Are you impressed? All right, I'm going to end that poll right now. 86% of you said yes. All right, 86% of you were impressed by the 1 million mark. Uh, I'm waiting for the poll to pop up in chat because I don't know where it just went. Ah, here we go. 10% said, no, you're not impressed. Um, 2% said yes, but with an explanation in chat, which I probably missed because it scrolls by really, really fast with almost 350 people here and no, but with 1%. So there you go. That was with 478 votes. And, uh, thank you guys. 
for hanging out with me. I really do appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. Um, let me know what you guys think uh, of all of the news in the comments down below. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, if you are listening on the uh, your favorite podcast player, then you know check out one of my other podcasts, Games with Bill. If you have yet to join our community Discord, make sure that you join so that you can check out those awesome conversations with thousands of other people, or you can uh, join in a giveaway. And lastly, if you want to get this show and all my other shows ad-free for as little as a buck a month, head on over to patreon.com slash nerdnest. I will see you on the next one. Stay awesome, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.